0: Welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. This week, we're cozying up with Hope Levine. She is a bridal fashion content creator and model. You may have seen some of her wedding content on TikTok. We chat about her journey creating content, why she loves the wedding industry so much, and some of her tips on choosing the perfect wedding dress. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm so excited to be sitting down with Hope Levine. She is a bridal fashion content creator and model. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you. Of course, I love all things bridal, obviously, and I love following your content on TikTok. It's so informational, and I feel like it's so good. Um, how did you break into the bridal industry? Oh
1: my gosh! It actually it goes back like shockingly far. I have always loved fashion, like my whole life since as far as I can remember, like age five. And I didn't realize what that was going to mean for me, obviously, at such a young age. But when I was about ten years old, I met a bridal store owner. And this owner and I became close. She also did special occasions, so she sold me homecoming dresses and prom dresses and stuff through the years. And she always told me when I get older, I could work for her. And wedding dresses, they sounded cool, but also pretty intimidating for someone of like such a young age. When I think, when I thought of wedding dresses at the time, I thought of like mature, elegant women and I was just a shy, like teenager. Mm -hmm. So I, I never thought I would have any involvement in the wedding world. So I graduated high school and she kept her word. She gave me a job and I fell in love with bridal fashion. I was a stylist for five years. Um, so I did that all through college and then post-college. Where, and where was that? So in Pensacola, Florida, where I'm from. I'm from Florida. I'm from Florida too. Oh, no way. I'm from Miami beach. Oh my gosh. Opposite sides. <laughs> I'm practically like Alabama, yeah. <laughs> Floribama line. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first store that I worked at was for four years nice. and that was in Florida. And then When I graduated college, I worked at Bridal's by Lori from TLC's Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. That's so exciting. It was a super fun experience. So were
0: you like on the show with Say Yes to the Dress?
1: I'm like a side side character, (laughs) if you will. There's shots of the back of my head and me like, carrying dresses around and stuff. Mm -hmm. The fun thing about um, Say Yes to the Dress that a lot of people don't know is they film so many episodes and a lot of them don't go to air. They just pick, obviously, the best, like, juiciest episodes. Right. And I did film for one and uh, my bride didn't
0: end up, I guess, being juicy enough. So we we didn't make the cut, but... I grew up watching Say Yes to the Dress, so I was, like, obsessed with it and, like, always wanted to like have that experience whenever I got married so we were in New York so I like was like mom you have to go to Kleinfeld's with me <laughs> to do the New York one right it, it's so cool
1: I feel like anyone that is in the wedding industry or like diamonds or fashion or any facet of it had to have grown up on say yes to the dress yeah. there's like n- there's no choice it's just this this constant that we had and it's like I think part of what uh, drew a lot of people to the industry.
0: Because you don't know
1: much about the industry unless you're in it or you know someone in it.
0: Yeah, it's super, super niche. Mm -hmm. Um, What was it like being a bridal consultant, like the best and worst part? Oh my gosh. Well, I'll give you the worst worst. (laughs) first.
1: The worst was usually mothers of the brides or overbearing friends, just, the wedding party typically, um, people that wanted to insert themselves a little bit too much, give too many opinions, or just weren't there for like the right reasons. I could always fish out if someone had like a hidden agenda, right? Like, you could tell if someone was jealous of the bride or wanted to be a bride and was like imposing their opinions of wedding dresses onto the bride, which was so frustrating, but. Then you have the opposite side of it, which is helping brides feel like confident and beautiful on Mm -hmm. the most exciting day. It's such an intimate thing to be a part of. And I just I always felt so special being like let in and being able to like help someone have a great experience.
0: I think I have very similar opinions because when we help, like, create the engagement ring, it's similar. Like, it's so amazing being able to work with these couples to create their dream ring. But there have been so many instances where, like, friends or, like, sister-in-laws or whatever are there. And they're like, oh, that's just going to be too big for her. Like, try to, like, sabotage it on the side. It's awful. It's (laughs)
1: awful. That's why they need to trust the experts. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) One of my biggest, like pieces of advice for brides when it comes to wedding dress shopping is like bringing the least amount of people needed as possible mm-hmm. and just really like relying on your sales consultant because obviously they have experience whereas your family they they don't they and just they have, have a lot opinions. of opinions yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah which I'm sure is similar to mm-hmm. like engagement rings or wedding bands Um, if they just trust you, then they'll usually end up with something that they may like a little bit more.
0: Totally. So how did you make the switch from being like an in-person bridal consultant to creating like all the amazing bridal content that you do? That's really sweet. Um, It wasn't
1: smooth by any means. So I left uh, bridal consulting in I think 2019. Now, my degree is marketing and sales management. I've always, always been obsessed with marketing, which comes into play today. But <laughs> I thought I wanted to explore the marketing sales world and leave bridal for a minute because I'd, I'd been in it from 17 to like 22. It's all I'd really known in like my adult career thus far. Mm-hmm. So I went to work at IBM selling marketing technology for a year, which was miserable. <laughs>
0: it was not for me. From selling wedding dresses to like software,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, that was that was a really funny idea that I had, but luckily um, I'm one of those people that had a good COVID experience, A lot of my friends, including myself, we were laid off from jobs that we hated and it really allowed us to explore like, what was next? What are we passionate about? What do we wanna do? So the day that I was laid off, my boyfriend and I sat down and um, we brainstormed things that I'm good at versus things that I enjoy. And we tried to look for an intersection and that was bridal marketing, whether that meant starting a bridal blog or maybe starting an agency for bridal stores to market better to brides or just do more new age stuff. Cause the bridal industry is very old fashioned. Yes. So I, I'm always thinking about ways to update it or like help brides be more connected to designers. Um, Cause I do think that there's a big disconnect. So what I landed on that day was bridal blog. Mm-hmm. So what I do today actually started out as a bridal blog where I was writing um, you know snippets of advice, my learnings about mainly wedding dress shopping, so like how to find your dress, what to do after you find your dress, and just basically tips on alterations, anything like that. And this was also at the height of covid so mm-hmm. you know tiktok was taking off yep. just like on fire and i'd seen my boyfriend have some success with tiktok and with youtube at this time what does he do he's a youtuber okay yeah so <laughs> eric is a whole other story he's <laughs> he's something else but he um he saw some success with it. So I was like, okay, well, I don't see anyone making bridal content on TikTok. Like this could be a new way to reach brides and help brides that like I could not even imagine because TikTok during COVID was like YouTube like 10 years ago. I just, Mm -hmm. I knew history was like repeating itself. and if, If you got in at the right time, you found your audience, then like the world is your oyster. You Mm -hmm. can really do anything. So I just, I got, I got lucky. I got lucky that brides needed advice and were looking for that. And they liked my stories of say yes to the dress and they just really connected with it. And, um, I'm super excited to have built an audience of brides and soon to be brides and lovers of bridal fashion that, have like a similar taste or opinion to me so a lot of times when i try on designers or talk about designers they love those
0: designers as well i love that story and it's like similar to how we got started too because we started as a diamond blog and then through that like evolved into a bigger business what advice would you give to someone who is in a similar situation to where you were where they know kind of what they want to do but they're kind of hesitant to start the first step because they're scared of maybe failing or being like embarrassed yeah i it's so
1: hard to put yourself out there those those first few videos are super scary because talking to the camera is not natural for people oh my gosh it's like still not natural to me i'll i'll do so many takes um but I relate to that person so much because I'm from a small town where everyone knows everyone. So when you're like putting yourself on the internet and then you're going to like the grocery store, the mall, and you're like faced with those people, it can feel very, I don't know, invasive because making videos and like giving your opinions so early on when like you haven't found your audience yet, that is so intimidating. I would say try and surround yourself by encouraging creative people. I'm so lucky to have, have, to have like such a creative friend group that majority of them are like freelance photographers, designers, videographers, or YouTubers or other content creators. But I'm sure that in, if you're in a small town, for example, there are people in your small town that want to do that as well and you guys can encourage one another and like shoot stuff together and kind of just be each other's like rock and soundboard wall starting out because it's it's also a really lonely
0: um, industry, like content creation. So doing it together always helps. I always say like, don't really care about what people are going to say because it's definitely it's embarrassing and people will make fun of you until you're successful and then they'll say you're like a genius. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's so
1: true. Like the people that yes, made fun of you are then 3 months later the people that want to hang out with exactly. you. Exactly. It's so full circle always.
0: So what are some like the main pieces of advice that you would give to someone who is I have a lot of friends right now who are engaged and like I don't even know the first thing about like planning a wedding. I'm so overwhelmed. don't know how to take the first step so what's like advice that you would give to like a new bride yeah oh my gosh
1: the wedding industry is so intimidating it's like it's really overwhelming to know where to start so I understand exactly like who that bride is and what position they're in but for me I would always say find your wedding planner first because they have so much knowledge on Venues and on vendors, and they know the process from A to Z that you need to go in. So instead of just jumping in and being like, oh my gosh, I think I want this photographer, sure, you can book them, but you need a venue first and a date. And the person that's going to help you find that is a wedding
0: planner. You know, you can go out as out of order as you want, but how do you find the wedding planner? Because, like, you're meant to. You're meant to be like an expert in this thing that you're tackling. And mm-hmm. most people, it's the first time they were planning a wedding, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it is most people's
1: first time. I mean, you can ask your best friends that may be married, any family, if they know someone or had a good experience So it's still with a very word of mouth. Definitely word of mouth. Um, personally, I find every piece of information that I need to know out on TikTok. Talk now, yeah. So, That's like my Google now. <laughs> it, it, it's my Google too. So. I guess you could also search, say you're in, I don't, New York City. You could search New York City wedding planner and see who comes up because chances are if they are on TikTok, they're a little bit more of like a modern thinker. They may be more up to date on trends. So if you're looking for someone that's kind of like in the know, then if they're on TikTok, TikTok, that's probably a good sign. I also love a good Instagram stock. So definitely check out their page and
0: make sure that you like the work that they've done. Do you work with any wedding planners? I don't. You should because they're not marketing appropriately, just some basic SEO and they'll get a lot of clients. I know. know. (laughs) The the options are endless for people putting themselves out there.
1: But like I said, the wedding industry is like so old school. They're just behind It's like the jewelry
0: industry too. It's like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's just they they need to be refreshed and updated and stuff. So, so find a planner first. Yes. Planner first and then your planner will help you secure your venue because these planners, they work with so many vendors and venues every day that they know exactly where to take you based on your budget and the season you're looking for. They're just they're they're experts. So the sooner you can get an expert on your like team, your wedding planning team, then the better. So they re- they really know it all.
0: When I was starting to plan my wedding, I had like no idea how much weddings even like cost. So how do you, what recommendations do you give to people who are like, well, what is my wedding budget for what I'm looking for? How do I figure that out? Yeah. I remember when I first started talking to wedding planners, I was like, oh yeah, I would love to do it for like 15 to 20,000. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> someone just needs to tell me how much it's going to cost. Right. So I can right. figure it out.
1: Because you would, you would know no, information to go I was like, that of. sounds like a lot of money. Right. It is. It is. Um, You know, there's a lot of great online resources like um, The Knot, Over the Moon, Brides, all of these publications that share a lot of articles and they find data um, based off of like regional areas. And a lot of them will tell you the average cost of a wedding in your state. Stuff like that, that kind of gives you like a little bit information to maybe not help you have like that initial shock of
0: oh my gosh a wedding is going to break the bank. (laughs) And I think a lot of people don't know that it's like a hack, but like getting married in New York is like insanely expensive, but like Mm -hmm. actually destination weddings can be like cheaper than having weddings like in your own like local area. Yeah.
1: It's, it's shocking that Mm -hmm. you can, you can go, oh my gosh, out of the country and get married in France. Like the most beautiful venue you could even dream of getting married. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. Most people, they just, they they don't know because it sounds so expensive just Mm -hmm. knowing like what A flight cost but yeah yeah. New York I'm sure it's like California yeah
0: exactly I was like we're not getting married in New York but we got married in Tuscany and like we had a like a a wedding we could never afford in New York, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it sounds so beautiful. (laughs) Um, So I know most of your content is around wedding dress shopping, and I've actually been wedding dress shopping with a few friends now, um, besides when I went for myself. But what are some tips to a bride that you would give, like do's and don'ts, when entering wedding dress shopping? Because it can be very overwhelming. Oh my gosh, it,
1: it definitely is overwhelming. Just, especially if you... Like, aren't big into fashion, or if you are big into fashion and you put a bunch of pressure on the dress, there's um it's it's just hard. But I would say it starts by loosely looking for inspiration, whether that be on Pinterest, TikTok, or Instagram, just kind of screenshotting or saving anything that catches your eye when it catches your eye. I'm a pretty organized person, so one thing that I do on TikTok and Instagram is I create folders, which most people, don't, they don't know that you can, like, create folders for your, your saves. <laughs> so it's much like creating a curated Pinterest board for all of your, like, wedding ideas. So try and stay organized with it so that you can at least start to like assess, you know, I have a lot of photos of low backs. I think that may be something that I'd like to try on. Or you can say, wow, a lot of these are ball gowns. I didn't realize I was gonna like a ball gown. But once you like take a step back and look at the things that are catching your eye, you can kind of realize what what's, important to you. But the biggest thing truly is being open-minded mm-hmm. when approaching wedding dress shopping and knowing, OK, I may not find it at the first place, but I could. And I'm I'm ready for either. And I'm OK with either. So the perfect time to like start thinking about wedding dress shopping is usually a year out. Some people have more time than that. Some people have less time than that. And that's just the average ordering eight to 10 months out is the most ideal so that you don't incur rush fees for a designer having to make a dress really fast if it were at like four months or rush alteration fees. So- this- And alteration fees are expensive. Oh my gosh, they're so expensive. <laughs> Budget
0: another $1,000 for your alterations. Literally.
1: That's no something- one told me that. <laughs> that's something people don't know as well. Cause you're like, okay, yay, I got my dress. Yeah. But then- Isn't course- it being
0: made for me anyway? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you would, you would think, you would think. So yeah, being open-minded is a huge part of it. And then, you know, you can um, kind of take a step back and realize where you live regionally. Are you from a small town that only has one store or are you in a big city that has 15 stores? And kind of check online or on their Instagram and see what that inventory looks like. If you're, say, in south georgia you may want to drive up to atlanta to have more options and then just have like a whole weekend shopping experience because sometimes the dress that you want may not be in that town that you're in and that's okay but it's just doing the research ahead of time to know before you go to that store and you're disappointed
0: Hey everyone, Olivia here. Hope you're enjoying our episode. Our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind. Our collection is ever-changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY,
1: C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase.
0: you are the wedding expert we're gonna kind of focus our attention on wedding bands so I'm gonna show you three sets of engagement ring and wedding band pairings and tell me what type of bride does this pairing represent oh my gosh let's do it okay this sounds fun so this is an oval set in our super skinny two-tone solitaire with hidden halo paired with our ant mini antique band So what kind of bride is this
1: okay so I would say the oval kind of gives me someone that likes a trend. Mm -hmm. You know, ovals have just been on the rise the last few years. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this bride loves to stay kind of on top of fashion trends, whether it be fashion, jewelry, bridal, or whatever. But then you have that antique band, and I think that adds a little bit of timelessness. So she's both a mix of trendy and timeless and she maybe wears a lace fitted wedding gown that is both again a mix of trendy and timeless. I could definitely see that. It's kind of that like Hailey Bieber inspiration. Yes. Much like Hailey Bieber having an oval engagement ring.
0: On a gold band, and she wore a fitted lace dress. Yeah, see,
1: okay, we just described (laughs) Hailey Bieber, so this setting is the Hailey Bieber setting.
0: Okay, next up, we have an emerald cut diamond set in a gold bezel setting with our east-west bezel set baguette band.
1: Gorgeous. Wow, this is really cool. So the emerald, it's definitely interesting because well, one, I always thought I was going to wear an emerald engagement ring. And, you know, I've started realizing I might be personally more of like a radiant
0: Mm -hmm. kind of like- Same silhouette, but a little bit like sparklier. Yes, exactly.
1: So the the hall of mirrors effect, I feel like it's for a very certain bride. And if I had to picture her, I would say that she is- she kind of has that um kennedy vibe she's like old timey and she is classic and she is just like the epitome of elegance Mm -hmm. but then you have the bezel and i feel like that adds in this um this like playfulness Mm -hmm. or this fun side to her so she is like kind of regal and elegant, but she can get a little bit wild. And I think that's what this is saying
0: to me. What kind of dress would
1: she wear? Okay, so this dress, this is going to be a a clean modern A-line ball gown. She wants the drama of the size of the dress, you know, long train, but the A-line is a little bit more subtle than a ball gown. So she- Spot on, in my opinion. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you're also the expert, so I'm, I'm so glad that you, you agree with that.
0: Last but not least, we have a pear-shaped diamond set on a pave band in platinum with our Penelope ring, which is a cluster ring with rounds and marquise diamonds.
1: This is really gorgeous. I've never actually tried a pair on before.
0: They're surprisingly nice. I think people I like, know. kind of forget about them.
1: Yeah, yeah, pear really doesn't get the love that I think mm-hmm. it deserves. Mm-hmm. So sparkly, <laughs> so sparkly. So this ring, I think this bride loves sparkle and embellishments and over the topness and she is here for like the big full blown out wedding. Mm-hmm. She's she's gonna have the wedding of the year. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think, I think she's also extremely kind and humble and down to earth, <laughs> not like Bridezilla, which Bridezilla is totally fine to be, that's normal. But yeah, she's like, she's like kind of the it girl, I think. And what she would wear is the biggest of ball gowns with all of the beaded lace appliques, and it's just like it's the it's the wedding that's published. It's it's a really cool wedding. She's
0: wearing like a Galia Laha yes. like ball gown. Right? That's that's yes. exactly
1: what I was picturing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and pretty,
0: amazing. Thank you for for playing. Yeah, this was a great game. <laughs> Um, And what can we look forward to in the future for Hope and your content creation and your bridal business? Oh my gosh. So I think in the
1: future, you can just look forward
0: to a lot
1: more advice, fashion inspiration. I'm in this season of hiring. So one, if you want to work for me and if you want to join in bridal fashion content creation, come work for me. Um, once I get my team, I am just so ready to like explode in every direction, YouTube, um, Pin- Pinterest, even more so than I, than I already do. And I just have so many ideas for series that I'm super excited about. Um, I don't want to say them yet because yeah. I need like the infrastructure to, <laughs> to help build them. But I think. Uh, it's going to be a really great next year in terms of content and reaching more brides. I've always said I really want to be a bride's like video form Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So your Pinterest and video form or your honorary maid of honor. Those are the two types of things that I try and give off through my content. So it's just working every day to help um, achieve that a little bit more
0: amazing i love that so tell everyone where they can like follow you and uh, be part of like this journey and if they're brides like get advice yeah for sure
1: i'm (laughs) always down to help a bride out i am on tiktok instagram pinterest and youtube at hope levine so it's my name nothing crazy h-o-p-e-l-a-v-i-n-e Awesome. Thank you
0: so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. (laughs) What a fun conversation. I'm so excited to keep up with Hope's content. Head to our TikTok to view the beautiful pieces Hope paired together and let us know which is your favorite.